What's poppin' everybody? This is JTO. And this is DTown.DT. And you're listening to Bop It. Bop It is your go-to music commentary on all things poppin', floppin', and droppin'. Wow, wow, wow. And we have a lot to talk about on today's episode because we've had a very, very busy two weeks with all these drops and music news and beef and we're just a little bit overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm thinking about dropping out if we're being honest. I'm bald. <laughs> so many wig, <laughs> wig too wig. many wig snatches. But this week we actually lost one of the forerunners of electronic music, um, Avicii. He was best known for singles such as "Hey Brother" and the massive smash hit "Wake Me Up." And he died at the age of 28. So we just wanted to take a few minutes to talk about our favorite Avicii songs to kind of pay tribute to somebody who has left a major impact on the electronic music industry. So. Detail. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not really like that huge of. Uh, I'm not like really big into electronic music, but for me, Avicii wake me up. It was really like one of my first exposure to some new type of music that was really like challenge your thoughts, uh, to say the least. It did a great job of melding together the like folky sound with this this upbeat pop stuff, and it just really just create it convolt it co- cultivates it. <laughs> English. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, English is my second language. Uh-huh. It really cultivated an experience for me. I know, like, playing that as my ringtone going into school, like, so I can wake <laughs> up in the morning. I'm a terrible sleeper, so it's just like, I needed something that was powerful to actually get me up. And Avicii always did that for me. Yeah, and, I mean, I've listened to a lot of Avicii um, from high school up until now. And I think one of my favorite songs that Avicii did was actually a very recent song that he did with Rita Ora. Um, called Lonely Together. It was not like the old Hey Brother and Wake Me Up type music that he did. It was a lot more poppy and providing some of the soulful voice that Rita Ora had. It was just a match made in heaven and it was one of the more recent ones and it's it's very sad that we're not going to be able to hear you know much more music produced by Avicii other than, other than the stuff that maybe he has started before he Absolutely. passed away but um yeah, we just want to send our condolences out to fans and co-workers and colleagues and family all across the world. Um, rest easy, Avicii. You've left a major footprint on this industry. Yeah. So thank you for that. And especially since we don't, the, the reason for his death has not been confirmed yet. Um, the family hasn't released any details. So we just want to make sure that every, our thoughts are with the family and everyone else. So now, it's time for us to talk about not only our favorite album drop of the past week, but the past two weeks. This has been two weeks since we've done an episode. Hey, y'all. That may change very soon. Anyways, <laughs> D-Town, DT, what was your favorite album drop of the past two weeks? Okay, you know, I had to do it for the culture, for <laughs> our leader, our wokeness. Um, the No other than J. Cole, K.O.D.'s album, is my album drop of the week. Okay, he really did an amazing job with this album. First off, he went to Twitter and he let us know the meaning of KOD. And it, the three, he said it has three meanings. Kids on drugs, king overdose, and kill our demons. 
and the rest of the album is up to interpretation. So this is a beautiful masterpiece that J. Cole has created. It is very like mellow, raw, and it's something that he really wants to let you know, like let you into his mental state right here. And it was very it was very elevated for me and it was very relevant. He made sure to talk about drugs, money, and everything. And that last song on his album, when he was going in on Lil Pump, like, boy, I was like, ah! I was See, throwing stuff. That's what I love about J. Cole, just in general, is one, he is able to paint stories throughout all of his albums. Exactly. You know, last year for um, for Your Eyes Only, he really did tell a story from the beginning to the end where he ended with like that seven minute freestyle. Of oh just, my God. You know, just, just talking about very relevant stuff. And that's what I really like about J. Cole. And then, because he did that with this, with having the three different meanings between KOD and he, you know, hit topics from each of those. And so that was awesome. And also, I've seen a lot of talk about how J. Cole just kind of swooped in this year just to kind of save hip hop. And we have a lot of artists doing that. Yeah. Uh, because we have a lot of hip hop artists now that are kind of taking away from the credibility of hip hop when they're talking about a lot of things that is just people don't want to hear about and yeah. it's making the hip-hop culture sound bad and the hip-hop culture traditionally has not been a you know a, a bad culture no and so, it's been more of an um, activist culture for um, for hip-hop it's always trying to progress and make sure that people's stories who normally don't it doesn't get told they're like they're being told and uh, being shared with other people and so like with him taking the time of instead of like actually like attacking him he's just trying to educate mm -hmm. him and the rest of the, uh, this wave of new artists yeah. and I know I watched I saw this one post it was talking about um, the hip hop class of 2010 is all coming back to say yes. all of hip hop yes. and they are like with Drake and Nicki and J. Cole it's just like this is everything I need and more like this summer I'm going to be educated I'm going to be an <laughs> activist like you don't even know what's going on like I'm going to be Nina Simone in this thing right now yeah, y'all aren't ready <laughs> y'all are not ready <laughs> but JTO uh, what's your album drop of the week I, my album drop of the week um, was actually one that was from last week, Bazzy. Bazzy was, I think somebody I talked about in the last episode, he is a newcomer to R&B music. He had the, you know, the super massive hit, Mine. Mine! You, you so precious, will you smile? So he, he's very smooth with the way he sings, and he actually started on Vine, and as you yeah. know, I was a super, a super, <clears throat> super Vine fan, um, so I've kind of, I've kind of followed him, and um, it's a really good debut album, especially for his age. He's got, you know, of course, mine on there and beautiful. How old is he? Um, I believe he's he's early twenties, like okay. 23, 24 at most. But what I really like is to see the progression of him as an artist. He started out with doing heavily filtered six second covers of songs on Vine, and now he has these very very well produced and mature songs um, that are smooth. Some are sexy, some are fun, some are sad, and he is just a very versatile artist in that way. And he is opening for Camila. Cabello right now Ooh. on tour, and I've seen a lot of videos, and he sounds just as good live as he does on these songs. But some of the some of the stars that you really need to look out for, um, pun intended, on this album are going to be. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate. <laughs> Anyways, he has songs like 315, which has been on the New Music Friday playlist, which is curated. So. They picked that out specifically because it was just a bop itself. Uh, Star, which I'm actually going to play a little bit of a preview of. <laughs> I really love this song because it's just super fun. And I don't know. Here we go. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 
Wait, wait. What? He did that. <laughs> Woo! Anyways, so that's just really fun. You can see that it's kind of like a little bit different sound than mine. But also, uh, look out for the song Why. It's a super deep cutting, sad song about love. And I know you really like that. <laughs> I love sad music. But th those, are, those are the things that I want people to be on the lookout for Bazzi's album. But what about J. Cole? What are your favorites? Any hits, misses? Um, okay, like the whole album is just phenomenal for me. Uh, personally, uh, my favorite one y'all probably gonna hear about later on is Motivate because it's like Motivate, Motivate, Motivate. motivate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that one <laughs> and then ATM. It just like oh, like it just it just has me wanting to spend money, but also like be frugal <laughs> to like save your money, Devin. But I'm like I, I kind of want to spend all of this right now. Uh, Photograph is amazing. Brackets was really good. What was the song? Was it Kevin's, Kevin's Heart? Yeah, Kevin's Heart. The backstory, it was very, it was masterpiece. Honestly, yes, I loved it. And then it, it just layers perfectly because he literally has like a masterpiece as his album art with the little children like under his wings, and like you see them each on different like drugs, and it's just like you see their progression to death, and it's it's a warning to everyone, but also. It's just like letting you know what's going on in the real world. J. Cole is very, very specific and very um, intentional intentional with does. all the things that he puts out. And this was something that I think a lot of people needed to listen to. So, yes, please give it a listen. You won't regret it. Um, so it, whether it be ma massively talented vocalist or massively talented lyricist, lyricist we, there is something that has come out in the past weeks for everyone between Bazzi and J. Cole and many others, so... We just can't name them all. We can't name them all. That's why we say we're overwhelmed, but... <laughs> Alright, everyone. We just got done talking about the album drop of the week! Drop it, drop it low, wiki, 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 wiki. <laughs> <laughs> but we hate to be the bearer of bad news, but we gotta talk about the miss for the week. So, JTO, what was missing? So I'm not I'm not even like a chain smokers hater. I like like some of the stuff that they put out. I don't support the tobacco industry at all. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, um, I'm not even like a chain smokers hater per se, but a lot of the recent stuff that they've been putting out, I am just not a fan of. It's they a, mm. they kind of like found themselves as um, more upbeat pop music that I was kind of. Feeling. It was just, you know, radio fillers and uh, Closer was actually a, no matter how outplayed it was, it was a great song. Um, their, their collab with Coldplay, something just like this, was a good song even though it got outplayed. But they've kind of switched sounds recently and they've kind of done something more dark and it sounds empty. Um, it sounds forced. And it's not necessarily that this is bad. It's just the timing is not right. They, this is not the stuff that you need to be producing right before the summer. This is stuff like, you know, to segue into the, the fall, fall and the, the, winter, and the winter, winter. When my vitamin D levels are getting low and I'm getting more depressed than I normally am. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And they are producing this very dark stuff that maybe has some relevant messages, um, but it's, gonna get it's, not, it's not right. And maybe I would give this another listen later on. This is just isn't what I want to hear, and it like the lead singer for Chain Smokers, it's not his, it's not his style, mm -mm. and even though I wish everything 
every piece of music that came out was a success. This is a major miss. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, Call me Dimmy. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Mm. All right, but what was your miss of the week? Okay, so everyone knows Do Double G, Snoop Doggy Dog, Snoop Doggy Dog. Okay, so my miss of the week will probably be his album, The Bible of Love, and it's not because like I listened to it and uh, I was like, oh, I hate all of it. It's just not Snoop D O Double G. Like it's just missing something for me. I'm sure I'm gonna give it a listen while my mom's around, and I'll probably end up enjoying it some way and getting a message out of it. But it just wasn't hitting that hard, you know. Like sometimes it's a hit, and sometimes it's a miss. It's this is what I what I don't like about the whole idea is there's there's a way to be a versatile artist. There's yeah. definitely a way to do it, and but there's limitations with it too, though. You don't have to do everything. Exactly. You know, and I think he has been over the past couple of years kind of exploring a new sound. Because he had the, with Miley Cyrus, with Miley Cyrus the Ross, that Ashtrays and uh, Heartbreak. Which low-key went off. It I did, it, it did. Down. But it, it was, that was, he was kind of exploring a new sound, and that was a new sound that I was actually vibing with. But he's like, let's do something else. Yeah. And not everyone can do everything. And I'm, yeah. Snoop Dogg is just not the person that I would ever go to to listen to gospel music. Yeah, gospel song. Yeah, which is understandable. I mean, I feel like he's trying to find himself. And he's trying to use his music to go through that because I feel like he is also at a different, a very different stage in his life because he's old, um, and you're just not the same when you're producing uh, rap albums. That so I guess at the end of the day, what we need to tell him is that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> 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 and there's a when we talk about our favorite fine. Yeah. I'll be able to find. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Yeah. Okay, JTO. What is your favorite find for the week? So I actually have two favorite finds this week. Okay. Uh, fancy. First one I'm going to talk about, we said last episode that Tanache is the queen of being slept on. Uh huh. And so we're not sleeping on Tanache this yes, week, are we? I just woke we... up from my nap. <laughs> so I think one of the highlights of her new album, Joyride, was actually Fire and Flames. It's a deep cutter. It is a super sad and very somber tone. It is not a lot of unnecessary antics and mm-hmm. beats and things like it's that. It's direct. It is It is very direct. And this showcases something that we don't get to see a lot from Tanache, which is a very raw side. And she's showcasing her voice, which a lot of times she does, but she does it behind a lot of well-produced beats and her dance and stuff so you kind of forget the fact that she's also an a1 vocalist yeah. so that was that was the highlight from the album for me but also we have to talk about one of these young queens brilliantly named king princess oh she, my god <laughs> she released a song called 1950 it is a song about unrequited love and it is a unrequited unrequited that was unrequited anyways uh, <laughs> We both don't know English, so anyways, it is a super, super good song. It kind of showcases her vocals and her ability to write a song and play the instruments and produce it as she has had a hand in every aspect of this song, and she is super young. She actually had her first record deal at 11. Oh, I was... At 11. I think I was still peeing a bit at 11, honestly. (laughs) I'm jealous. I still hid in the bathroom in middle school when I was 11, so... um, (laughs) 
if that tells you how ahead of her time she is, is she's not doing normal 11-year-old things, but she is not 11 anymore. She is grown up, but she is releasing music that is well beyond her age. And so I wanted everyone to know the song 1950 by King Princess is a must listen. So that's my favorite finds of the week. dtown.dt, what is your finds? Okay, I only have one find, but two different versions. Um, so this week has been a really, these past two weeks have been really tough for me, you know. So I'm here from the Color Purple soundtrack, the Broadway musical. Um, Cynthia Arrive, make sure I said that right. Yes. And Jordan Fisher, they both did uh, versions of I'm Here. Jordan Fisher did his version for the uh, musical Miscast, which is a uh, foundation fundraiser. And both versions were completely unique, but they just had so much feeling in there. And it's just like, oh my God, y'all know I'm emotional. Um, So if there's anything about like loss and this song is really in, about holding your head up high and like keep going. Cause I know at one point, uh, both of them, the, the character says, I'm gonna pull my shoulders back and hold my head up high. I'm gonna flirt with somebody um, and all this other stuff. And it's just all very motivational and tells you to keep going regardless because by the end of the time, by the time the song was being made, it was the main character, she, she lost her family was passing away she like had her children they left the house and she was really trying to find herself again and I, this character is so beautifully written and this song just really just pulls together my whole week honestly i know i almost cried like twice listening to it on the radio <laughs> and somebody called me and i was like okay well hello how may i help you because <laughs> your boy was tired but yeah that's my favorite find Ow. What time is it? Game time! It's game time! Yeah, yeah! Oh, two legs. My bad. So this week, we are going to be playing essentially the same game we played last week, where we traded phones and we got on either Apple Music and Spotify. I'm Apple Music. I'm Spotify, and you're listening to Bop It. (laughs) But we're going to pick playlists that one of us has curated. And we, instead of this time guessing the song that's on our playlist, we are going to finish the lyric at any time to see how closely one another, one another excuse me, is listening to the songs they're adding to their playlist. And since I won last week, okay, Ian. you're going to go first this week. <laughs> so we're going to do three songs each and a bonus song that is worth two points, and we'll see who's going to win this week. So there's a total of five points that you can get. Y'all pray for me this time. So, Devin. Let's see what playlist I'm going to choose this year. Okay. This year. Okay. This year. I just said this year. Yeah, I was trying to figure this out This week. <laughs> I'm like, um, I'm going to see you again next year. So I am going to be choosing the playlist. Ooh. Oh my God. Because some of those playlists I don't really listen to. I just have it saved because I want to listen to them later. We're going to listen to this playlist called, oh, okay. I like this one right here. Me and Bay. Oh, I didn't cure that, curate that one, but okay. Hopefully I know. Oh, okay. Well, it's on your playlist page. <laughs> so, we're going to start with playing Shuffle. Oh, my God. First yeah. of all, do you know the song? I feel like I've, I know, I've heard it, but I don't know the name of it. Which you already know I'm bad at names, so. Oh, my God. I don't know this song, man. So, you're not going to get it? Mm-mm, I'm not. I don't know this song. <laughs> I... 
The song is CPR by Summer Walker. Okay, yeah. I don't listen. I don't. That me and Bay playlist. I don't have anybody. So why would I listen to me and Bay? <laughs> why would you have it on your playlist? I can dream. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next song. Alright, so what was it was Brent Fayez, I don't know the song of it. And it's talk to me. He was like your lyrics? He was like talk to me, what's on your mind? Something like that. Oh no! No! Alright, alright. I'm bad. Yeah, Let's see. Let's do. Stop top force. Roll your wrist. Diamonds up until my chain. Aha! Got a beat straight up. Can't tell me nothing. Stop stuff. Didn't change the game. I thought you were about to pass that. I was like, that's the one last. Got all the boys shook. Yeah. Oh, we drop, drop a bit, taller pills. <laughs> we we pop a champagne. We drink it. We drip it in finesse again. Pay. Ew, that's no. Oh, that's, that's further down, isn't it? Oh, now we pop a rubber bands. Oh, now we pop a rubber bands. Bruno, sing to me while I do my Bruno money dance, dance like at. Oh, Devin. I don't. Oh my gosh. Okay, you have no songs. Did you not get no, no. points? You have two more points left. I'm Next. Oh, oh my, my god. god. If I don't get this wrong, y'all, if I don't get this right, oh my god. I'm gonna skip forward a little bit. You say you got a girl. How you want me? How you want me? Well, you got a girl. The feeling is reckless. I'm knowing it's selfish. Knowing my best friend. Getting on, getting up, falling all over love. Like, do it till it's less. Hanging out the back, gotta be your last. Like, is you going home? Is you out with her? <laughs> I don't care as long as you here by 10.30. Don't let her dead drop them drops. Give me what I want. All right, let's see. Is you out with her? All right, okay, all right. Devin, you ended it with two points, which shouldn't be hard to beat if I'm being completely honest with you. Okay, I need you to stop attacking me. Okay, I'm sorry. I First need off, you to start listening to your playlist better. That's not my playlist. That's iTunes. <laughs> Apple Music. Not the same. Okay. Alrighty. What playlist are you choosing? Okay, okay, okay. I want to do something difficult. I'm going to challenge you. Okay. It's either Rain and Jam. Um, I'm going to go to your time capsule. Oh god, okay. Alright, this is the Spotify curated playlist. Okay, Let's I guess it's only fair. Hit this shuffle. Oh! Hold on, did I press shuffle? Okay, yeah, I did. Boy walking spot, he's so fresh and he got me even pressing. Just look at the way that he dressing, ain't no question. Chicks like, girl walking spot, she stop traffic. She going in mind with her acid. So just get out with fantastic, instinct classic. Boys like, Maybe I can see us moving like that. Maybe I can see us touching like that. Fast forward a little bit. Just like that day. It's 
said you're amazing She said then why you waiting No more deliberating What you doing? Let's get to it just like that day Okay, let's see You probably got it right Oh my god, I picked the easy way, my bad Okay, well that's one point for JTO Mm-hmm. Oh, I know the song, but I don't know these words. Wanna pop bottles and chill without a phone. Hang without models and all set folk. Hey. Bobby Ray Bands, Bobby Ray Bands. Ray Bands, Ray Bands. Ray Bands, Ray I'm gonna screw this one up. She wants them Ray Bans, cause them bands is gorgeous. She looking for a sponsor, and I ain't talking for a crib. And the son of son, and I don't know the word though. <laughs> what is it? What is it? No. No. Um, I'm sorry. I'll give you some Britney. Fun fact, this was the first album I ever bought, so... Superstar, where you from? How's it going? I know you, got no clue what you're doing. You can pay right new to all the other chicks I hear, but I know what you are. What you are, baby. Look at you, getting more. Let's see. Yeah. More than just a real Okay, okay. that's two points. Last song. Money! I'm a need! Yeah, yeah she's, she's a trifling friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger. Way over time. Get you going. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, not my word. She ain't messing with the gold digger. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Okay. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. I probably really don't know the word. Oh no, I had a beauty salon. She's out. Beauty salon. Put me over the arm. Under the arm. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for the tiebreaker, since we both ended up with two points, what we're going to do is we're just going to go to Spotify's playlist of today's top hits. Oh. We're going to press shuffle. None of us are going to know what the song is, and the first person to be able to guess the song and the artist correctly. Oh, you're probably going to beat me. Wins. You know I'm bad at songs. Right. Today's top hits. Psycho by Post Malone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been listening to this song a lot. Okay, it's been a rough week. Am I right? Yeah. And Devin wins this week. Oh my god, guys. I'd like to thank my mama, Octavia Spencer, <laughs> and everyone else. Okay. I'd like to thank not only God, but Jesus. So, this is a new segment of the podcast that we've never done before, but we wanted to talk about some things that we're enjoying right now that otherwise we shouldn't really be enjoying. Either that be because of our music taste or because it shouldn't be 
thoroughly <laughs> enjoyed. Um, but anyways, Devin, what is your guilty pleasure, homie? Okay, so if y'all <laughs> listened to last week's episode, in the music news portion, we talked about some of the people who coming out with some new albums. Um, one of those groups being mm-hmm. Five Seconds of Summer. Mm-hmm. And Devin said, who? <laughs> but I am not too prideful to say when I'm wrong, I am wrong. Uh, their new album has not come out yet, but... I do stand corrected because this their um, one of their lead songs off of this album hits hard. Okay, I would been bopping it, bopping to it all <laughs> week, bro. Listen, Devin texted me and he sent me a text message with a subject line. <laughs> it was in bold because this was serious. Okay, this was a very serious matter because I was questioning everything. And I will say, Young Blood is a very good song. It's kind of funky, kind of plays around it with some does. of the things. But let's let's play a little bit. Of this, so everybody knows just what they're listening to. (laughs) Why I stand corrected. Sounds a lot like Zane. It does! That's what it is! Because that's my dude. Mmm, 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 hey! That that drum in the background had my heart racing, bro. I was like, do, 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 do. So, this is, I think, going to be at least a summer top 20. Oh, yeah. It's going on my summer bops playlist. So, I'm I'm here for it. I didn't think I would be, but I am. Exactly. But I am. I'm here. I'm here for it. Anyways, I am going to take a different route and talk about something that I honestly, nobody should be thoroughly enjoying as a serious project, but I am seriously enjoying it. <laughs> We're here um, for it. Everyone has heard of Wendy's Corporate releasing a mixtape. That mm-hmm. was directed at McDonald's is a rap mixtape. But McDonald's has now responded with a mixtape of their own with an artist called Mickey D. And they listen, came with the beef and the cheese. They came with the beef and the cheese. <laughs> like, and it is just okay, the mixtape itself is called 24 Karat Arches. The album art is a fry container and all the fries are made out of one dollar bills dollar dollar bill make you this, happy i don't know why i'm enjoying it so much because it's just it is a sending shots back at wendy's and it is just it is very enjoyable i have one of their songs actually on my playlist so it also well jto was playing it for me earlier today and it literally i forgot it was mcdonald's like replying back to wendy's i was so like wow you can, you can, here's a quick listen see how well it's produced this song is called yeah we beefing it's a straight reply to wendy's mm. Mm. harry potter coming in <laughs> ah. oh yeah we mean where yeah this could easily be on travis scott's next <laughs> album <laughs> Ah. Oh, yeah, we need it. Hey, hey, hey. Next frat party y'all go to, next <laughs> club you go to, tell the DJ to put this on. Just don't listen too closely to the lyrics because you'll remember it's about McDonald's. But anyways, this is just marketing gone brilliant. Wendy's and McDonald's both, I'm liking in the direction that just marketing in general is going. And as a soon-to-be marketing graduate, congratulations. Don't say that. Um... <laughs> Then this is this is just gives me a little bit of hope, you know, yeah. that this is the direction it's going in. It's comical. It is new. It's fresh. Never seen it before. <laughs> Never seen it before at all. But I'm here for it. So 
I can't wait for McDonald's to put their mixtapes in like the kids' meals. <laughs> and I'm so Brother, excited. Brother, the day that I see 24 karat artists coming in a freaking Happy Meal, you know, like, like a USB yeah. port. Like, <laughs> there. Here you go. Here's our mixtape. Listen to my mixtape. <laughs> Find me on SoundCloud, bro. Our ice cream machine is broken, but here's a mixtape. <laughs> our beats aren't. <laughs> all right, that is our guilty pleasures. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, or listen to it because you're listening to Bop It. All right. <laughs> um, so now we're getting to the music news portion of our podcast. Everything you need to know, when you need to know it, what's coming out. So we're going to start off with the Bay High, which is buzzing. All right, so let's start off with Baychella. Okay, Beyonce destroyed everyone Queen. by streaming her first Coachella performance live. Which she was actually the first black woman to headline Coachella, Coachella. since their since their start in 1999. Yep. And she's only the second female to ever headline at Coachella. Which is insane. Because Lady that's just... It's so many musical and artists. Lady Gaga wouldn't have headlined if it wasn't for Beyonce. She would have been Beyonce. She would have been the first, first everything. You know what I'm saying? So God. she did a phenomenal job between the visuals. <laughs> she did a great job of bringing forth her own culture. Mm-hmm. And I know I always talk about this because me and my friend we did a, a presentation uh, talking about how Beyonce brings her culture to everything, regardless if you like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. And it ends up teaching you something one way or another. And Baychella did this, okay? She brought, she let people know the HBCU experience. And she put it on a stage for thousands and millions and billions of people to see it and to cry. And <laughs> I was one of those people. I literally was like texting JTO. I was like, oh my God, did you see Beyonce? Because Beyonce was Beyonce. <laughs> and HBCU culture is a very rich culture. It's a very specific culture. Yes. Um, and a lot of people don't really know what that culture is. And she set the stage for HBCU culture. Um, she kind of gave it essentially the biggest stage it's ever really gotten. It's yeah. the most exposure it's ever really gotten. And I am definitely here for this. A lot of people are kind of not exposed to things like this. And mm-hmm. now they are. They kind of know what it is. And she did a really good job of bringing that out. Um, I saw where her mom had asked her a question like she was doubtful um, about the performance yeah, about like saying it wasn't going to be popular um, it wasn't going to have good reception people wouldn't understand it and Beyonce responded with at this point in my life and career it's not about what's popular it's about what I need to do exactly. and she did what she needed to do for the culture yes. and she got a really good response from it I don't think anybody's denying how incredible the performance was and she did what was needed because HBCUs right now, if y'all don't know what HBCU stand for, it does stand for Historically Black Colleges and Universities. And they are going through this struggle where they're making sure they're still receiving enough funding to keep these universities coming and thriving and continuing to bring forth new leaders into the American, uh, the, co- the market, the business world. And so for her to do this and then from this start a scholarship fund for HBCUs, She's just over here, like donating a hundred thousand dollars to four different historically black colleges and universities, which is huge. Awesome. It's awesome. So, um, enough about just the culture part. Let's talk about the musicality, like everything. She had Destiny's Child, Jay Z. She has Salon. Salon, yes. Like a lot of this music was performed by a live band. Yes. She had brilliant dancers. Um, it, it was like her was like dancers and perform. Yeah, it was a pyramid. So oh man, it's, she took us to Egypt. First off, 
the heart <laughs> of the world. She took us to Egypt and then she pulled out all these black people and was like, let's go, let's get it popping. And then another significant fact is her dancers and performers a good bit of them were all part of uh, they're all part of the Divine Nine. So there were some Deltas, some Al uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha women in there, some Alphas who actually choreographed the step routine that she performed, and it was just amazing. She actually also uh, going along the whole lines of dance. She had the longest dance break in Coachella history. God, and it was it's beyond nobody. And I said this before, nobody can own a stage like Beyonce. Nobody no. ever has and ever probably will. will. No. She has stage presence. She is a brilliant vocalist and not only did she do this performance once, she did, she did it twice. twice. She headlined both weekends of Coachella. Yeah. And so it was phenomenal. And they they have been posting like clips for people who were there live. And the one funny video that well, was two funny videos that actually <laughs> happened. The first one was she fired the dude that was operating the fan because he forgot to turn it. So she had to turn it herself. And then she stares at him. And then she walks off and continues performing like nothing happened. And then <laughs> the dance break that uh, Solange and her share. Uh, she picks up Solange and then they both end up falling over. But she gets up and continues to dance like nothing happened. Proving what can Beyonce not do. It's a, and it's another thing. With, when you're doing live performances, a lot of people who are doing super, super difficult dance routines is they are out of breath. And they can't perform vocally to the caliber in which they sound like on their Ooh, records. Right, yeah. Beyonce does something where she sounds the same, if yeah. not better, than she does on her albums. Honestly. It's, it's super incredible just to see what a legend has come from, you know... From the early 2000s, she is now a staple in music forever. For, forever. So, Baychella, give it a look if you haven't seen it. The stream is online. You can view it on multiple platforms. Definitely recommend that. Check it out. Check it out. All right. So, we were talking about some McDonald's beef with Wendy's. But let's talk about the real beef. All right. Since you are a staunch Nikki and Cardi B <laughs> fan, tell me your views on the Nikki and Cardi beef. So I have a couple different views on this whole beef, just because I am such a huge fan of both of them. I've been listening to Nikki since I was in seventh grade. Uh, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. So I've, I've been here for the whole ride as far as uh, the Nikki. Itty I've also been piggy. here. Oh. Itty Biggie Piggy was the Itty first. Hook. Itty Bitty Piggy. What I say? <laughs> you said Biggie the first time. Itty Biggie Piggy. And I was thinking Biggie Biggie Biggie. <laughs> Anyways, um, I've kind of been here from the beginning from there. And then also the same with Cardi, even though she's a new artist, I've kind of started listening through you know her first couple of mixtapes and so i am sitting here wondering how two of my favorite artists are allowed to beef like this it's the same like miley cyrus is my favorite artist of all time and then when nikki and miley were beefing i was distraught and i'm the same way now it's because i think both of these women are very very talented individuals both of them do diff two different types of female rap music or rap mm -hmm. music just in general and they created a brilliant song together yeah. that was charting super high and for them to now come out with a lot of their disagreements and things like that, it's kind of it's kind of hurtful. Nikki has come forward and said that Cardi never gave her true love. She yeah. never showed her genuine love. Has been kind of dodging the question on um, as to why Nikki couldn't come to the motorsport um, filming of the music video the same day as her. She's yeah. been kind of like passively neglecting that question until recently when she said, you know, Nikki just couldn't record that day. And so she's been kind of allowing people to paint Nikki out to be the bad guy, which she addresses in some songs later on this week. But then Nikki has gone for it to be a little bit petty in my yeah. in my um, honest opinion, even though like I love Nikki's music. She's 
you know, very, very known for calling out people in her music. Yes. Cardi just released her album, so she's not going to be able to respond in a while, so Nicki kind of gets the last laugh here. But what I'm going to say is that both of these women are very talented artists. Both of them have a huge career ahead of them and, you know, a very good catalog already. And so hopefully, hopefully this little bit of messy drama that's going on between them two through Twitter and through music can kind of find a little bit of peace here soon. Yeah. I My thing is, with this whole situation, I feel like it was very, like, PR and, like, manager-related. It yeah. wasn't really, like, these two authentic beings colliding. Because I know in the Cardi B interview, when they, when they first addressed her, the situation on The Breakfast Club, she looked at the people, the interviewers, like Charlemagne and everyone else, and then she looked at her manager, and then she just went quiet and changed the subject. So I feel like some of the stuff has been orchestrated to make it bigger than what it actually is. It does help that Cardi B released the album, then Nicki released the album, and then Nicki decided to do the interview to release her two. Well, she didn't release the album. I stand correct. I'm sorry. Nicki released her t- uh, three singles and didn't want to respond to what was been going on for a long time. And then she posted a picture. She posted a video with her and Offset hanging out together. Quavo. Quavo. Her and Quavo hanging out together. So it's just a lot of stuff is going on right now. So I don't feel like we're ever going to really get the true bot like to the truth. Mm, wow. <laughs> I can't read. Um, we'll never get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Nicki Minaj wants Cardi B to like show her some respect and stuff, it does bring into question, what about Remy Ma? What about, you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing, Pimp. is Nicki has given her props to these artists before. There are videos and interviews with Nicki saying, you know, Remy Ma did this, she paved the way for this, Queen Latifah paved the way for this, yeah. Lauren Hill paved the way for this. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. Even though I love Cardi, Cardi has not given that type of respect to the people before her. She has kind of said, you know, I'm doing my own rap thing. Thank you for the people that helped me get here. But she has never name-dropped any female artist that has kind of paved the way for her to be the MC that she is. That's true. So, um, that's, and that's why I kind of like the original version of the Motorsport verse that Nicki did where she said, if Cardi's the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi. Mm -hmm. Because she's, she's referencing the, uh, football coach and saying that she's the coach and Cardi's the QB saying that we're on the same team. I'm just a little bit ahead of the game right now, but I want to help you get there. Yeah. And which she eventually changed to say, if Quavo's the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi. Yeah. As to avoid some drama, but... Since that verse has leaked. Anyways, both of these artists are very, very talented, like I said, and I would love to see this squash. And there is enough room at the table for two powerful women of colors (laughs) to be at the table and destroying the rap game equally. Mm -hmm. Like, we can all share the charts. It's all good, guys. So, anyways, moving on from there, I know you feel a little bit passionate about this next topic. What about our canceled friend sabrina claudio oh my god first (laughs) off one thing we're not going to do is disrespect women first off i don't care if you're a woman or not but then you attack a whole subset of women and people attacking them for the color Mm -hmm. of their skin and using derogatory terms that's what we're not going to do okay and especially anonymously yes exactly you created a fake twitter account to attack people yes i understand being in the star like being in the limelight for a little while you do get a little you get tired of people like dogging on you and talking about you but it's a it's a difference when you're using terms like the n-word when you're talking about people so they're saying that it must suck yes to be exactly black. 
which it's tiresome we do agree but you it's not your space to say it you know what i'm saying so it's just like come on and i was bopping with her i was vibing with sabrina so hard y'all i don't let y'all know like i would listen to her all the time i would always put on my snapchat story if y'all follow me on snapchat you will see me posting it crying because i love some good sad music that's very good to vibe to but since this has happened and then she issued this half-hearted apology just because she's sorry for what she did no you're sorry you got caught that's what that is but I'm just going to remove you from my uh, Apple Music and keep it kicking because I can find an artist that replaces you. And we have, I talked about her last episode, Alina Ray. Mm -hmm. She is phenomenal and has those two features with Khaled, which is amazing mm -hmm. and it suffices. Another thing that like really bugs me about this whole situation is the fact that not only was she dogging and insulting a whole subset of women, specifically black women, and honestly... She's also been capitalizing off of black culture yes. with her career, yes. with, you know, having features like Khalid and taking a whole R&B, which is... Rhythm and Blues, which was founded by... Black people. Ah, wow. So, um, she's kind of going that route, and we're not saying that you can't be a part of that game, but if that's the direction you're going to go, you better pay respects to those people and yes. not tear them down. Put some respect on my name. Exactly. So, that's enough Sabrina Claudio. She does not deserve the clout. Anyways, <laughs> we do have a little bit of a release radar right now. We're going to tell you things that are going to be dropping very soon. Things we're excited about. Yes. Me personally, I am excited for Kanye West. Two albums coming this summer. One coming on June 1st, which is going to be a Kanye West album. And Damn. one coming on June 8th, which is my birthday, which is a Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Oh my god. So, like me and Devin were saying earlier, the 2010 All-Stars are coming back out to save the hip-hop. Not only do we have them, we have Drake. We also have Nicki coming with an album. Post Malone. Um, Post Malone is coming up, which he's not from 2010, but, but he is releasing an album on April 27th, which has lots of features. He's had massively successful singles come from this already. Um, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> It's two weeks out from releasing an album. Yeah, she's been working on this album for three years now. Which is insane. That just shows dedication to the, the craft. And finding um, a sound. I'm excited to see this. Lana Del Rey has been... In hiding, especially since that uh, happening with the um, kidnapping. Yes. The attempted kidnapping. So I feel like this is going to be some really dark stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's going to... Because she's always been the type to play on this fantasy ideal. Someone taking her away and finding herself and all this other stuff. And the like gods and monsters and everything else. Mm -hmm. But this is going to... I feel like this is going to be her at her lowest. Mm -hmm. And I may be depressed for the next 10 years. And she is known for releasing a project almost every year. Yes. Um, almost a year to the date. She released a project last summer, um, which was, you know, really, really good. I had people like Stevie Nicks and ASAP Rocky yes. on it. It was a very, very versatile album. But she's been hinting at some new stuff to come soon. So, ready for that. And, and we Rihanna! Queen Rihanna! Yeah, as you saw, uh, if you saw the Coachella update, she had a wrist bracelet flask and a ski <laughs> mask on, and she still looks better than me with plastic surgery. So, <laughs> if but she has been uh, hinting at some new music by posting some very cryptic pictures on her Twitter, so we are Excited. probably going to be seeing some Rihanna very so, soon. At least some singles. Yes. Um, I need Rihanna to stop being the Avon lady for a little bit because we got enough <laughs> Fenty right now. Uh, I'm ready to listen to no some No more music. Mary Kay, Rihanna. No we more need Mary some, Kay. We need some bops. But lastly, um, to kind of hit at the little bit of alternative and pop music, um, we have an album by Churches coming out this week. 
Um, I love they chicken. Oh my god, churches is a, <laughs> it's it's just a they're just a really good electronic band. Um, they have like they don't sound like anybody else. They are very very um, of their own sound. So they will be releasing an album very very soon. But also. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Has Gaga. been seen in the studio with Blood Pop, uh, per Blood Pop's social media. Stirring up the pot. Stirring up the pot. Stirring up the pot. Hey, stirring up the pot. So Joanne. We, we are definitely. Um, there's rumors that this could be a side B of the Joanne project that what we've do had. You think you're going? So it's not Jolene this week. <laughs> Anyways, we also have heard word of a song by Rita Ora with. Charlie XCX Ew. and Cardi B. Ew. So there is, the song is entitled Girls and has been inspired by uh, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. So blocked. we know it's about to bop. What? Katy Perry's blocked, but yes, her music <laughs> still goes on. And then also, last little bit of information here is Sia yeah. Labyrinth and the Deep. producer Diplo has, they have just um, joined forces and created a um, music, music group, group. Called, uh, called LSD, which they will be releasing music very soon, so we're very excited to hear from them. But before we go on to our top five of the week, we do want to talk about the Billboard Music Awards and some of our predictions for um, the awards coming up. So, we are going to be talking about the top new or the top artists, however. Um, the nominees are Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran, and Taylor Swift. So, D-Town, who do you think deserves? And remember, this is the Billboard Music Awards. We are celebrating and awarding success on the Billboard charts. So, who do you think out of those artists deserve best artist? Um, I feel like, based off the um, last awards where Bruno Mars won top artist, mm-hmm. right, right? All right, um, he may end up winning, but I feel like Drake and Kendrick could easily come through and get that top artist slot for me. I think um, with the way that he's been performing uh, quite lately, I think if anybody is going to take the cake here, it's going to be Drake. Um, He is, you know, one of the first artists to ever replace himself as the top song in the Billboard Hot 100 when he replaced God's Plan with Nice For What. So I think top artist is going to be Drake. Okay, we got top new artists. Which Which is 21 Savage, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Khalid, and Kodak Black. Okay, top new artist. This is a difficult one. I feel like Camila Cabello is going to win. But Cardi B and Khalid could easily mm-hmm. get that spot. Because Khalid's location, which came out like last year, has been bopping mm-hmm. like for a good little bit. He's had Love Lies and uh, Young, Dumb, and Broke. And um, a bunch of different songs that kind of reckless him to get yeah. this spot. So... Um, I think though Havana, we get like Havana could be Camilla Cabello like that. I thought that really like was gonna put her up there because mm-hmm. Havana, na na, eh. and she debuted at number one with her app for with her debut album, which was you know a massive success. She left Fifth Harmony in uh-huh. December, drops and then an album, drops an album a little over a year later, and the album is a very very good album with a lot of different um, types of music you know, celebrating pop but also celebrating a little bit of latin flair and things like that so i think if anybody deserves the top new artist it is camilla camilla cabello um just because she kind of came out of nowhere and did her own thing she did that thing and she did it very very well something that fifth harmony was unfortunately not able to um be a part of be a part of Mm -hmm. um but 
I think she deserves it. Even though I love Cardi B, I think Cardi B oh, Camilla yeah. has definitely persevered. All right, so next we will have the top female artist. Um, again, Camila Cabello, Cardi B, Halsey, Demi Lovato, and Taylor Swift. Who uh, do you think deserves it? Demi Lovato. Oh, okay. I said that on purpose. I did not have a stroke. <laughs> Lovato. Um, Demi Lovato honestly deserves his top female artist because she came back with this album that was beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. top to bottom. Little Wayne on there. Just her, just Demi Lovato being on the album. Period. Just I cried. Um, sorry, not sorry. Huh, she daddy went, issues. Oh, my lucky me. I've got all these daddy issues. Like it just really goes the spectrum. It's still like it has a nice singular sound, but it was still all unique and different in its mm-hmm. own way. And I feel like she deserves this. And then her concert tour with her and Kaylani. Um, I ship it. Okay, I ship it. I ship <laughs> it. I ship it. So if y'all want to make that happen, please do so. I definitely agree with Demi winning the top female artist, even though I love Halsey, and like I said before, she has had my favorite female album of 2017. Demi Lovato came through with an album that was top to bottom, just a masterpiece. Definitely the best product she's ever put out. The most mature, the best sounding, the most innovative. Demi deserves this. She She does does not get recognized enough for a lot of the work that she's doing in music. Baby, I'm sorry. Now, moving on from the females, what about the male artists? Which are Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Bruno Mars, Post Malone's, and <laughs> Sheeran. I think um, Kendrick Lamar, as a yeah. top male artist, he actually just won a Pulitzer Prize. The first his album, album to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. So that is a major accomplishment, not in Billboard, but just as a... History! Like, everything. Exactly. So I think... Between that and his album, just dominating the charts, rap charts, and just uh, Billboard 200 in general, I think Kendrick Lamar deserves to take this top spot as the best male artist. Especially with the Black Panther soundtrack. Yes, he curated the Black Panther soundtrack, which is also up for a Billboard Music Award as the top soundtrack. See? So between his work there and with them, he's going to win something. One he's got to get it. And then lastly, we have the top 100 songs so the top this uh is celebrating a song that was a groundbreaker on the billboard hot 100 and the nominees for that are louis fonzi and daddy yankee featuring justin bieber despacito kendrick lamar humble bruno mars that's what i like post malone featuring 21 savage rockstar and ed sheeran shape of you Okay, so, so should we talk about the elephant in the room first? Yeah. Every single one of these songs is a male song. Only male wow. artists. Wow. Which were all number ones on the Hot 100. But are we not forgetting Cardi B with Bodak Yellow? This song was the first song by a female rapper to hit number one with no features since Lauryn Hill in 1999. Yes, speaking of which, Lauren Hill is on Going tour. On <laughs> but we can't deny the fact that maybe Bodak Yellow didn't have a long, the longest reign between these songs at the number one spot, but she broke a lot of barriers to get there. Yes. She act like Taylor Swift, which is long known to been the queen of the Hot 100. I rose. 
a week earlier had released Look What You Made Me Do, and Bodak Yellow smashed it! Dethroned it. Boop! Not in my house. It was also at number one for multiple weeks as a female rapper with no features, which means she did that where these other songs, a lot of them relied on features. She did something that a lot of artists weren't able to do, and I know that they're rewarding songs that had like a long running yeah. on the Hot 100, but they also need to think about these other barriers. So, in my opinion, that should have been the clear winner for this year. However, it's always next year. She can still get there. So, between these, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I want Kendrick Lamar to win, but I feel like Bruno Mars or Despacito should win. I'm going to go with Despacito just because um, it kind of reintroduced, which was uh, it was a very groundbreaking hit. It was the first Spanish-speaking song to hit number one ever yeah. in the United States. So I'm going to go with that. It kind of reintroduced Spanish uh, music into the United States culture. And since then, you've seen a lot of artists come through with... J Balvin and all Maluma. Yes. Uh, you have a lot of Spanish artists coming through right now. So um, I'm going to go with Despacito. Yeah. And I grew up with Daddy Yankee, and I'm glad he's back. He's back. Like, he's back, and I'm out here <laughs> like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's the summer. It's, it's like perfect for the summer. So... I hope he comes out with some more stuff that I can bop to. All right. Well, that is the news for the week. We can get on to our top five. Top five, top five, top five, top five. All right, y'all. We're almost done with our podcast. I know you enjoyed the ride. Have you, JTO? Vroom, vroom. (laughs) So now we're going to list off our top five songs for this past two weeks. So I'm going to start out with... An obvious number one, probably the best pop song to be released in 2018. It's a song with a feeling that I never knew that I needed. Drum roll. No Tears Left to Cry by Ariana Grande. She came back to save pop music. She cha- Okay, so she pretty much reintroduced a whole nother style of pop music that we that our parents grew up listening to, and she brought it back. It had the Donna Summers, the Cher vibes, the Barbara Streisand. We were here for this, okay? Right now I'm in a state of mind. So uh, the reason I love this so much is this is referencing the bombing that happened at her concert in Manchester last summer. And when I saw that she was releasing a song called No Tears Left to Cry, I thought it was about to be sad. Sad. I thought I was going to be crying the whole night. And so I was actually really prepared. I told my friend who's in the car, I was like, I'm in a crying mood right now, but I'm not going to be when we get to the party. Please play this before we get there so I can cry right now. And he started playing it. I was like, oh, my God. And then she just completely changed the vibe and went all sassy on him with, Picking it up, picking it up, loving it, living it, picking it up. So it was, it was a great, great song. I listened to it on repeat. Um, I probably neglected a lot of the other music released because of this, but that is one, my number one. And also, fun fact about this song: it does sample Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer's yes. "Tong, Tong." Oh my God, song, which is has that same build, and then it just it sends you to palm heaven. Um, my next song. Um, it's actually songs because they released at the same time. Chun Li and Barbie Teens by Nicki hey. Minaj. Both of these are bops. We are reminded by Nicki Minaj that she is a true MC. She has real lyrics and she's not afraid to call some people out. Um, these are really good. Neither of them have features, so we can tell that she is out here gunning for that top five with no features. Yes. Um, she's she's coming back. Um, the music videos be, will be released very soon, so we'll we'll talk about those at a later date. But another song that I think is sticking out this week is OTW yes. by Khalid, Ty Dolla Sign, and Six Lack. Black? 
It's That's how you say, it's pronounced black. I apologize. <laughs> Why is just a six in there? It's just because it's pronounced black. Well, <laughs> bye black. Um, <laughs> anyways, I'm loving that song. Um, another song is Miracle by Churches. I talked about them yeah, earlier. I still love they chicken. Oh my god. You are, you are, <laughs> put some respect on their name. <laughs> Churches has, you know, uh, they've had a couple songs released before their album, and this happens to be my favorite one that they've released. They'll be releasing an album later this week. And then lastly, is my bop alert of last week has become one of my top songs this week. I can't stop listening to it. It's just a feel-good song that I find myself dancing to in the car or when I'm, when I'm listening to it. Mm. One Kiss by Dua Lipa and Calvin Harris is brilliant. Mm. So that is my top five of the week. Top five. All right. Devin, what is your top cinco? Okay, so my top five includes... I'm going to start it off with, this is no particular order, no ranking or anything. Um, the first one is New Rules and Are You That Somebody by the Pentatonics. okay? This is a matchup that I did not think I was going to need. Uh, I do love a good, nice, full sound. The Pentatonics always delivers this. And so, to hear this, it's literally like earth shattering. Like, I did not think to mash these two songs together. But it was what I needed. And I'm still listening to it. Jamming out right now. It's playing in my head. <laughs> I think I can hear it. You, you can I can hear it in your head. Are we linked? Oh my god, telepathy! <laughs> but that's that first way. Um, next, uh, another one of my top fives is Motivate by Motivate. J. Cole. Motivate. Motivate, motivate. Uh, and it's a very like motivational song. You bop to it, you listen to it, you can go running to it, you can beat somebody up to it, you can do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? You can live life and have a good time listening to J. Cole's Motivate. Uh, another song, uh, I talked about his album last week. Uh, it's called F Y'all, but it's like spelled all the way out. But I'm not going to say that because <laughs> my mother raised I can't a say that. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> and it's featuring Sir, and it's very like. It's hype too, low key angry. Um, it really tells you to forget all the haters. You know what I'm saying? As you can tell from the week I'm having listening to the color purple, I'm here, and then we're over here listening to F y'all. Yeah, but <laughs> it hits hard. Uh, Done for me, featuring K Lonnie by Charlie Poot goes off. Poot. Poot. I call him Poot. He's not going to be called Poot ever for me. Okay. <laughs> he started off with this bass banger attention and he has continued to deliver what I need. I thought he was going to be a one-hit wonder, but he is not. Because Doug for me and this Kaylani feature mm. goes hard. Okay. Kaylani is doing, I don't know what type of water she's drinking, who she's talking to. If it's Demi Lovato, I think Demi Lovato's producing all her stuff. That's why it's been hitting so hard. Because Kaylani features go off, okay? You see Kaylani, listen to it. Next album Kaylani releases will be a banger for sure because she is building a name right now. She's making with all these features right now. And she's doing R&B, she's doing rap, she's doing pop, pop. She's doing everything that she can. She's building, you know, all these connections. Her next album is going to slap. Yes. She really she's really came for blood this time, like this year. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is She Don't by LMA featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I heard this at um, karaoke the other night, like two weeks ago, actually. And then I was like, okay, this is a bop. Okay, I'm bopping. I'm bopping. And then I listened to my friend's playlist that she made for me. I'm listening to it. It came on. I like she don't she. Eh, 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 eh. <laughs> it's a shoot. very. <laughs> shoot. <laughs> it's a very, like, forget your ex. Like, I'm still better than the girl you with now. And it's just so good. You know what I'm saying? It's like. 
It's like the weekend, but it's got a little more poppy upbeat to it. <laughs> so that is my top five for the week. Yeah. Since we finished our top fives, guess what time is it now? Ba 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 in my top five, but I have to talk about it more. So, no tears left to cry by Ariana Grande. Like I said, she is back and she is saving pop music right now. This song is honestly one of the most innovative pop songs that I've heard in a very, very long time. The words are something that people need to hear. She is just talking about taking, if you're at your, your lowest, accepting the fact that you're at your lowest and move on. You know, being strong in times of hardship, and but also accepting the fact that it is hardship. Um, she, recently, like I said, recently had that bombing at one of her concerts in the summer of 2017. And immediately back from that, we all expected her to like cower in fear, to kind of take a break, take that hiatus. But she didn't. She came back and she worked. And instead of giving like a super sad song that was going to hurt all of us listening to, to remind us of that painful time, she is giving us and all of her fans that went through that experience something that she didn't have to give us, but she did. She gave us this upbeat anthem of take all your grief and move on with it and be a bad bitch in the process. Um, so, and also she just released the visuals for this as well. Um, this, the person that was the director of this music video directed um, all, the stars. all the stars. And so you already know it's about to be a fantastic um, music video and it was one of the best music videos I've seen as well. She pulled out the low pony for you girls, okay? They're not ready for it. They're not ready! She said, I'm tired of this high pony, let's take it down a notch. And she took it down a notch and then she brought it up about 10 more. She said, ew! She said, nope! She said, ew! She said, nope! No! But what I love most about this was not only were every single visual on this music video just super beautiful, the message behind the video was beautiful what was happening is she, a lot of the marketing for this has been upside down yeah and so what this is referencing is that that cer certain instance turned her life upside down and so this music video goes on a journey between her um whole entire world being turned upside down and she's dancing upside down and things like that and she's constantly throughout the entire music video trying to reach the ground and she is never able to reach the ground and by the end of the video you know after she's gone through you know whirlwinds of her world turning she finally accepts the fact that her world may not ever get back to normal, but yeah. she's accepting the fact that it's not normal. And you see that as she's sitting on the side of the screen at the end of the video. And I think it's a super beautiful tribute to the Manchester bombing, all of the victims, um, and all of the fans that were just waiting. waiting for her to come back. So Ariana Grande, I said it two weeks ago, please come out of hibernation. And you did, and you slayed, yeah. you slayed. Talk about a wig snatch. It's on the floor, honestly. I lost mine. I'm bald. I was about to say that. <laughs> All right, what's your bop alert? <laughs> My bop alert is no, uh, no one other than Janelle Monet. Monet, 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 Monet. Okay, she has this new album coming out soon. Okay, and I'm on the precipice of dying. Okay, if she comes out with one more bop with Pink, make me feel Django. Jane, yes, God, but this bop alert that I'm talking about right now, I like that. I like it, but the name of it is I like that. And not to be confused with Cardi's, I like it. Like that. Not that one, but because that bops too. But I like that by Janelle Monet. Has that pop vibe, that lyricism. She spits facts wherever she goes. 
but still makes you feel happy and warm and protected on the inside and you still might want to talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like you do the little wink, wink, nudge, flirt, like, hey, hi, how you doing? That's how I feel. <laughs> Janelle Monet is just killing it right now. And every song she's releasing sounds completely different. Yeah. They're all good. They're all pop. So I mean, they're all bops, not pop. She is. I don't want to say she slept on because everybody knows how great she is. They know who she is. And but they like, seem to get over it super quick. Yeah. She's more like, pops in your brain for a split second. And they're like, oh, okay, I forgot about Janelle I, I'll see tweets all the time like, oh, we're not sleeping on Janelle Monet this season. But then a week later, we forget that. She coming out with music. Exactly. So nobody's sleeping on her. We all know she's there. But we're just not paying her enough attention. We need to give her more attention. Everybody put your eyes on Janelle because she's always the one. We were talking about activists earlier in the podcast. And she is uh, the, one of the female activists that makes sure that her music is covered and cultivated with all types of culture and information. Like with Pink, for example, is talking about like the, like the stereotyping of vaginas and talking about like the negative outlook of it. If you watch her music video, she has them on there. And <laughs> we can't say that word, but she's got... Um, Pink pants. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but it's it's a normal thing because women have those. You know what I'm saying? So it stop stigmatizing it and giving it such a bad name. So Janelle Monet is still continuing to educate us and give us what we need when we don't think we need it. But here we are bopping hard to it. So make sure y'all give it a listen today. I like that. And no tears left to cry. Alrighty, well, that's all the time that we have today for episode two of Bop, Bop It. So I did want to leave you guys with a little bit of information. May 19th, please watch the season finale of SNL hosted by Tina Fey with musical guest Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Minaj. She will be premiering a brand new song that nobody has ever heard, which will be track number one on her upcoming album that will be released this summer. So pay attention to that episode. Other than that, we want to leave you guys with a li- our social media handles, Instagram and Twitter. For me, at underscore J-A-Y-T-O underscore on both Twitter and Instagram. All right, and for me on Instagram, it's at dtown.dt. And on Twitter, it's at dtown underscore dt. Okay, and then for we heard our listeners, they have said that they want a way to listen to the music they were talking about. So we are constructing playlists on our perspective platform so jto will be on spotify and then we'll be on apple music and and this will be called bop Bop it It. and then whatever episode it is Mm -hmm. this week it will be episode two so you guys will be able to listen to all the music that we talked about on today's episode top five the miss we'll let you listen to the miss as well just so you can see if you may vibe with it or not because it's okay to have a different opinion so that's all we have hope you guys enjoyed (laughs) 